Everybody, welcome back to Locked On Bulldogs. Today, we're going to pose a question to you. We're going to give Daniel and myself bets for next year's team and then ask each other, would you take the bet that mm. we're proposing to you? It's very interesting. We're both very, very in the weeds on a couple of new players, a couple of offensive, defensive metrics. So we're going to ask you, would you take the bets that Daniel and I give next on Locked On Bulldogs? You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Locked On Bulldogs here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks to FanDuel Sportsbook for bringing you today's episode. We love FanDuel, and we will talk more about them momentarily. Uh, thanks, everybody, who is here, who subscribes to the show, who, who downloads the show every day, who leaves comments on the YouTube channel, everybody who tells their friends about the show. Um, we've had a, we had a really fun 2023. We're really excited about 2024 Lockdown Bulldogs and excited to have you along for the ride. It's going to be a fun off season. We got mm-hmm. basketball to talk about today. When we, got, we make the tournament, you'll thank us that you'll be well informed. And that is going to happen. And it begins tonight. The quest begins tonight and so big game to talk about tonight in the steg and so we got that and then um as clint said in the open we're going to talk about some hypothetical bets that you might place about next year's georgia football team roundabout way of talking about the squad and so um let's get right into it clint i'm going to give you my first hypothetical wager okay and you tell me if you would take these odds okay Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to give you plus 100, even Steven money. Okay. For Trevor Etienne to not lead this team in rushing next year. Even, even money. Even money. That The, that the field. Etienne or the field. Okay. I'll let you have either <clears throat> of them. Are you going to take that? Are you going to take that if, bet? If I'm taking even money, what we're essentially saying, what this bet is saying is of all the running backs who has the greatest likelihood, somebody not named Trevor Etienne or, or Trevor Etienne, and, and right now there are already bona fide dudes. The field is chock full. Roderick? The field's deep. It's a Roderick's deep a, field. He's a dude. Mm-hmm. We've seen him We've perform. Seen him do some, yep. Andrew Paul, by the way, before his injury, was the leader in the clubhouse to to right behind two bona fide starters, studs, to be the next workhorse mm-hmm. ahead of uh, um, uh, ahead of a number of other freshmen. So, so I, I think if you were to look at the talent level, it's all there mm-hmm. for the field to take it. Sure is some talented freshmen coming in as well. Uh a stockpile. We've we have been on this podcast saying that do not a freshman will be third on this team in rushing. That's that's I, now. Don't ask me which freshman. Okay, but I have a guess. But uh, don't ask us. We we would not place that bet. That's that not bet a bet that you want to place. No, no. Um, but that kind of goes to my point of what I am saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that 
that makes me feel like even money, I am taking ETN all day. I'm going to the window and I'm cashing. Here's why. On a putrid, scandal-laden, sunbelt, congratulatory team, ETN was a bright spot. Okay. Tennessee and Florida, if I could just derail the podcast real quick. Please do. No, we're are, not derailing. This is right on this is right are on both under NCAA investigation. And they ain't won nary a thing. You well, it was all those times they went to the SEC championship. That, no, none of those. Well, no. it was it was all those times that they were in the college football playoff. Nope. 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 Yeah. They but it was that one nary a thing. So at one time they got over 500 and made a bowl game. They printed a coffee table book about it and subsequently were put under NCAA investigation. I think that's that's the best storyline this offseason so far. It Tennessee self-congratulated them their their entire fandom and their entire program for doing nothing and then had an asterisk <laughs> next to something that, that hold on you michigan, actually did less than nothing you did michigan went out won a championship they're gonna have it stripped and an asterisk put next to their name tennessee sure. went out and did nothing, nothing. <laughs> but still an asterisk people would be like what's this asterisk for and we're like well we just need you to know they cheated and we're like well they didn't win but yes but we just have to you have to know that they cheated but like we need to Eric Kane locked on Tennessee. Good dude. We like him a great deal. Great dude. Great, great dude. dude. I would can't love throw the baby name. out with the bathwater. Tennessee no, 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 is still no. a dumpster fire. Doesn't matter about Eric Kane. Eric Kane's good. Yeah. Um, okay. But give me um, ETN, Daniel. Yeah, this is... e ETN. Your point is well taken. What he did at Florida, um, he's now coming into a better system. There's one name and one name alone that has a chance to challenge ETN for leading rusher on this team. And it's, and it's Branson it Robinson. But I don't think Branson's going to be healthy enough early enough in the season to really do that. We'll see when fall camp rolls around. We'll see what the reports are. We've seen crazier things. Georgia got the best medical staff in the country. I firmly believe that. But I don't feel great about laying coin on branson robinson early season production i do think once he comes back if he's 100 percent, he will be a 1a 1b with etn and those two will be those two will be sharing carries but i think the early season work that etn will get yeah. will be too much for uh branson to overcome in terms of leading rusher and so i would even money i would take etn versus the field as well which is crazy because if you remember on this podcast, we said we didn't even need this kid. We it wasn't even a position of need. There's still plenty of great talent. Kirby just said, "Oh, oh, he's available. Oh, okay, I'll I'll go get him then. Let's oh, T. Rob's available. Uh, Will Muschamp, you want to move up to the front office? I, I'm going to go get the good people, and I'll just keep adding them to the stockpile that we got here. It's a it's a pretty nice problem to have if you're Georgia. I just, I have to take this moment. It's right. For all the Bama fans that are here and for all the Tennessee fans and all the Florida fans. Okay. The only impediment between Kirby smart and running away as a program in college football has been Nick Saban. The only stopgap, the only finger in the dam that is holding the, the rushing water back has been, he's gone. And Kirby went out and start poaching folk. Yeah, no, he just said, I'll take, I'll get them all. 
the damn and the guy that you took to compete yeah. with him, uh-huh. his name's Kalen DeBoer. And he ain't never placed a foot in the Southeast in his life. When he got off that plane, he started doing this with his shirt. And he started saying, what is going on? Sticky down here. It's sticky. And all of you Bama fans, if you have a problem with the ethnicity of your quarterback, I think a man like Kalen DeBoer's really, really makes you upset, Bama fan. Again, that's not us because we wouldn't do that. No, but you that's do. you. We're talking that's about you. who you are. That's right. That's right. Uh, we're going to come back after this, and I'm going to give Daniel my hypothetical bet. But first, these. And these are, in fact, FanDuel. FanDuel.com mm. slash locked on. Right now, the Grande Bowl, also known as the Super Bowl, which we are allowed to say and we're happy to say. It is in a couple of weeks, and right now you get action on the NFL. The Niners are favored by three points some places. Uh, line is going to fluctuate up and down. Favored over the Chiefs. It's almost as if people haven't ever watched the playoffs in the last, I don't know, decade. Well, there's a, there's a man named Mahomes, mm-hmm. and he likes to win. He He's, takes what he wants. <laughs> quite good he's the kirby smart of nfl quarterbacks uh, right now fanduel.com slash locked on please a five dollar bet get a hundred and fifty dollars back in bonus bets and that's fantastic for you mm, uh, because you. you get the number one sports book favorite place to do prop bets to do mm-hmm. uh, parlays Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's fantastic. And I know I said 150 bucks. That was, but what if I was today? It's 200 bucks. Daniel, you play five bucks. You get 200 bucks in That's bonus. More bets. bucks. It's more bucks. Fanduel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's fanduel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with Fanduel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Um, Georgia home dog six plus six and a half on Fanduel plus two twenty on the money line. Give me the points and sprinkle on money line. Yeah. So that's just a little bonus. It's not part of the ad read, but that's, that's, we give you that one for free. It's okay. All right, Clint, what do you got for me? This is fantastic. I'm, I'm going to the other side of the ball. Yeah. Speaking, Speaking of, of betting, betting, let's make another bet. Here we go. Going to go the other side of the okay. ball. Right, going to go on that. defense. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The offense, we talked about rushing. We didn't take Car- Carson Beck yards or touchdowns or Heisman odds. We didn't do that no. because this just like, let me tell you. Carson Beck won't win the Heisman this year. Well, okay. what about another Georgia quarterback another year? Okay. He also won't win it. <laughs> okay. You, All right. Now that we've got that out of the way. But you don't know who I'm talking about or in yep. what year. Uh-huh. Correct. Won't win the Heisman. Okay, so that's good. going to be the the discussion's over about that. Yep. <laughs> All right. Let's now go to the defensive side of the ball. Daniel, what if I were to tell you, you, you talked about yesterday on the pod, you said, um, hey, most important defensive player, Michael yeah, Williams. Michael, pass rush. Yep. So I'm going to have to, you're going to have to give me some on this because he's the odds on favorite right now. He's the most experienced edge rusher. He's the, ex- the most experienced, talented guy we've had at the position coming back, mm-hmm. most acclaimed, mm-hmm. leading the teams in sacks. Yep. You could take Michael or the field, but it's not even money. Oh, I see. Negative 160 is what I'm going to start at. With Michael. With if Mike I Kel. want the field or if I want Michael. Michael, negative 160. It's interesting because I I think 
it should be flipped the other way. You think the, the field? You yeah. think Jalen? I think Jalen Walker is going to lead the team in sacks. And if I get him plus guys on that defensive line, plus okay. maybe well, a freshman let's, standout. Then let's, then let's flip it. Then let's flip it. Let's say field is negative 160. Jalen, you're getting you're getting some juice. You're getting some coin back. You're giving me wait with Michael. I'm, I have to take the field or Michael, or I have to take the field or Jalen Walker. No, the field or Michael. Oh, the field or Michael. Correct. Let's say plus one forty for Michael, yep. negative yep. one sixty for the field. Yeah, I'm. I'm probably still gonna pay it, but I, I don't like the bet anymore because and, and it really comes back to. Can Michael bounce back from what we saw last year? It really comes back to what we saw last year. If you give me, I know who he is and I know how talented he is, but we have just, it's too fresh in my mind, the image of him sort of fading away into the defensive front and not really, in terms of getting after the quarterback. Now, he did great things last year, and I think he overall played really well. But in terms of specifically getting after the quarterback, we just didn't necessarily see it from him. No, he wasn't there. I thought there were some defensive tackles that were better pass rushers than Michael Williams last year, just in terms of consistent pressuring of the quarterback. Hey, I'm so, breaking the pocket down. Yeah, and so that's too fresh in my mind. It still scares me. He is still, as we said yesterday, the most talented rusher on this team. He is still the guy that has all the tools. And so... I would probably still lay it with the field okay. just because I think I think Jalen Walker is gonna get his. Now he's gonna it's, he's gonna play less snaps than Michael yeah. this year by probably a significant margin. 30, 35%. But again, let me just say something about Jalen Walker as we move into this season. Do you remember Channing Tendall. Do you remember him? Oh, I do. Vividly. Let me define the first several years of Channing Tendall's career. This is good. This is important. Not good enough to crack the rotation at his God-given natural position. Okay. Not good enough. But then clearly he kind of went off into obscurity, transferred out, and became a a non-product in the NFL. What that's what he should have done. That's what everyone else would have done. That's what we've seen other players do when they can't crack the rotation, when they're not getting theirs. We've seen them move along with their lives. But Channing Tindall stayed mm-hmm. in that last year, still as a non starter, third linebacker in that system, by far less talented than Quay Walker and Nicobe Dean. Correct. Still not even close to being, you know, one of the two best on the team. But he found plenty of snaps. And with that, he found plenty of NFL money and plenty of production in some of the biggest games in the University of Georgia's football history. That's right. Don't don't sleep on the fact that that I almost said Quay Walker, that um, Jalen Walker is still here. That matters. 
that they know more than you know. Even if you think you're a guru or an insider, Kirby Smart, Glenn Schumann, and oh, this just in Jalen Walker hmm. know more about Jalen Walker's prospects this year on this football team than you do. And so you don't have to be a psychic or read the tea leaves, but just open your eyes. It matters that he's still here. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw an increased role for him, maybe not just on these third down packages, maybe not just on these pass rush situations. Maybe they find a place for Jalen Walker to play more snaps. Daniel, I I just have a new segment for us as we roll out the podcast Mm -hmm. more and more. You and I are going to keep track of our prediction, the crystal ball predictions, the transfer portal prediction. We're going to give our, our predictions. And yeah. we're going to compare them with the money y'all spend on people who are <laughs> digging through dumpsters at the restaurants for receipts. Yeah. The, that are yeah. dead wrong on who's mm-hmm. coming where and when you, mm-hmm. we're going to compare. Okay. Just, we'll just keep a little chart. I'm going to keep a little chart. Our podcast, which you, you just get by downloading. So it's just, do. it's just free. It's just free or the money that you pay. To have somebody else randomly assume they know better than the men you just talked about inside the building. It's fascinating. Yeah. It's one of the most fascinating aspects of American market sports media market that we have. It's really, we, really fascinating. To me. We got to get Randy on this. Randy will make a graphic and everything of all the predictions, all the things that are going on. Like he's, he's, he, Randy's the best. He's on top of it. He's on top of it. All right. We're going to come back after this and we're going to talk. Oh, a little March Madness love. Mm-hmm. But first these. And these are, in fact, Jace Medical. I know we come to sports to escape the crazy realities of real life. But can we just talk for a moment about preparing for real life? According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like moxicillin. Right now, in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade, that is scary. Can't imagine having my family, people mm. I love, kids, elderly parents, not having medication because of supply chain issues. That's life-saving medication. Thankfully, we'll be okay because we have Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, UTIs, respiratory infections, among others. Stuff that none of us can prepare for, but we all need. Visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It'll be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com. Use offer code locked on and get $20 off your order. Clint. People think we're crazy, I, by the way, Daniel. Pe- <laughs> people think we're crazy. And those are the same people that choose to not cheer for a team just because they're different than like they're not the same as the football team as if the basketball team and the football team are in competition with each other. Like as if it's like cheering for Florida and Georgia, like those are the people that are calling us crazy compliment accepted. Like that is, I will happily take that Georgia plays get on over here, buddy. Biggest basketball game of the season on Saturday. Uh, I'm sorry, not Saturday on tonight, Wednesday night, um, uh, 6.30 Eastern on the SEC Network in the Stegman Coliseum. 
the Alabama Crimson Tide are coming to mm. town. Now, Alabama's ranked 24 in the AP poll. Clint, what have we told people about the AP poll? It's worthless to talk about random people voting on things that don't matter and then making a list to self-gratify their own desires. There's never been anything that mattered less in any sport than the AP poll matters in college basketball. Like I, I don't know how to overstate it. It is completely and totally useless. The thing that matters in college basketball is called the net rankings and um, Alabama finds themselves sitting firmly at number seven, the number seven team in the country in the net. Here's what that means. It means that almost no matter what happens for the rest of the season, if Georgia gets a win over Alabama at home tonight, it will be a quad one win. It will be a top 10 win. It will be a win over a team that is a near lock to be a one through three seed in the NCAA tournament. People don't really, Alabama still has a chance to get a one seed in the NCAA tournament. Uh, that's the team that Georgia's got a shot to beat tonight. And we mentioned it earlier on the podcast, Clint. Think about what it says about this Georgia basketball team. That your Georgia Bulldogs against that team yep. are a six and a half point underdog. Like that's it? Six and a half points? Clint, that's not that many given the level no. that Alabama has been playing. They've been playing very well. To more to this point about just don't mind me. This horror music look, is playing in the background. Sometimes you need dramatic effect to really hammer home the point. Okay. And the point being this, the point being Alabama is playing very well. If you look at a team, uh, a historically good team in the NCAA, <clears throat> Gonzaga, Gonzaga plays in a conference where they're not going to get a lot of wins, a lot of these quad one wins. And so they better have an automatic bid to get in because if not, they're not going to have stiff competition enough to do that. In the SEC, with somebody like in Alabama coming in, Georgia shows out and does this thing. It's a resume builder. So even if we did cover on this, one, it's a resume builder because we always have that to play in. We're not going to win the SEC championship i don't believe i mean if we did my goodness ecstatic but i don't think we do that i think we get into the tournament by having resumes we win against alabama seal that ticket you know we we won tonight S sign it get ready to travel to watch a round one game somewhere it's Ooh. going to happen and the fact that we are only underdogs by six six and a half like mike white has this ship not just born in the right direction mm -hmm, firmly chugging along already on the path towards excellence uh this team is coming together we have been down to good talented teams which we already have a quad one win daniel under our belt this we year sure do. So, we sure do okay and as the season plays out some of those wins on the resume they're creeping up closer towards that quad one line as well and so the more Wake Forest continues to win, Georgia's got to win over them. They're playing really good basketball. Florida State has turned around. They're playing pretty good basketball. Georgia's got a road win over them as well. Georgia's got some other wins that could absolutely find themselves in that category. Um, the key tonight, Clint, mm -hmm. is defense. Has Georgia, Mike White has early in the season had this team playing absolutely fantastic defense. We commented on the rotations, on the quickness, the energy level that they played with, the effort. 
uh, getting out to shooters, getting out to the ball. Um, the ball would move and the and the defense would move. You know, the, the rotations were on point. Everything was great. But over the last few weeks, Clint, the defense has been lackluster. Yeah. If you look at teams' field goal percentage, particularly three-point field goal percentage when they play Georgia, it has been abysmal. Kentucky shot almost 60% from three in that game against Georgia. 6-0% from three against. That is some of the worst three-point field goal percentage defense that you could ever even hear of. But it hasn't just been that game. Florida shot really well from the field against Georgia as well. Now, I know both of those games were on the road. Um, uh, Georgia has got to use the energy from the crowd, and I expect the Steg to be electric tonight, Clint. On a Wednesday night, I think that place, it is going to be rocking. As it should be. Georgia's got to use the energy from the crowd to play fantastic defense. This team has proven, we we thought early in the year, Georgia can play defense. Will they be able to score? I'm not going to say the script has flipped, but now we know this team can score, Clint. Now, somebody might have an off night. Jabri's had a couple off nights. Sometimes Noah Thomason's had an off night. But there's always somebody there to step in and to step up and to fill the void and to score. This team has been able to put the ball in the basket. Lately, the problem is they've been giving up 100-plus points to teams. Uh, and so th- that's got to that's gotta change tonight. And I think the best way for that to happen against a very good offensive team in Alabama that you want to talk about can just flat-out fill it up. The best way for that to happen is the energy and the atmosphere inside exactly. the Steg. Because you get some stops, you get out and run a little bit, you get the crowd involved in the game. Georgia can get on one of these runs. Like we've seen this team, they can get on a run. They can score 12, 14, 17, you know, 17 to 5 run or something and and really pull away from a team. And so that'll be the key. It'll start on the defensive end and then really need guys like Jabri to hit shots. Really need guys like Noah Thomason to to step up and play big, um, and you know need the bigs to stand a foul trouble. All all the same normal stuff, but huge opportunity for Georgia this evening. Also, I feel like this needs doesn't need to be said, but apparently it does need to be said because I, I hope that you know Daniel and I know that we don't put our hands on other people with without whom we have relationship with. And especially another team that is not our own players, right? I, is I that hope... is that everyone's policy? Is you is that it's your and I's policy? Okay, that, that, I that, I think it's Mike White's policy also. Mike White has that same policy that he would not put hands on somebody that does not know him and is not part of not his part team. of his team. Yeah, is that is that all the coaches in this game's policy or? Well, the other like... coach. Mike White. It's policy. Mike White has that policy. Mike White's policy. It's okay. exclusive to him. It's good and to clarify you, that it is. I'm, Mike I'm just White's clarify. Policy. And if you want to talk about no, like, again, just the absolute lunacy that the NCAA is, and and no uh-huh. repercussions for a head coach okay. who literally put his hands again, like assaulted, like that's that's not an exaggeration. It's, it's yep. literally the definition, and and nothing was done. So we're what you're saying is Jermaine Burton and Nate Oates are the same person. Two is that what you're saying? I, 
Some might say you have a culture problem when you assault people on the regular in your sports program. I mean, just you would say that. I would I say would. that. So right. I guess some would say it. You're correct. That's what I mean. some, we some. are some. We are that's some. All the, that's all the some I care about, too, Daniel. Yeah. If I could be told. That is absolutely accurate. Watch the game tonight. If you're yes. near Athens, get to the Steg. Yes. Be loud. Um, excited about this Georgia basketball team. And boy, if we can pull this one out, it would be absolutely huge for the tournament resume and the postseason hopes for these Georgia Bulldogs. We will be back uh, later with another episode. Uh, full off season. We'll be here Ooh. with you guys and excited to go through it with you. He's Clint. I'm Daniel. And we will see you guys next time. See you.